Hey, private eyes, and welcome to another case from Phoenix Investigations. Join our detectives as they try to determine what horrible mysteries plague the city that never sees the sun. Where we left off, you guys had... I just got to the office. You, you just got to the office, you've gotten a call from Angie, and you got a call from someone named Tess, who is that person that you guys found out knows about Norse mythology and works at the museum. Um, and yeah, so Cyrus just arrived. He lets out a sigh when the twins are, well, one of the twins is behind the reception desk. Where's, Zach is asking, where's Olive now? That was her desk. Oh no, she's still hovering. <laughs> okay. No, I think at this point she's still definitely like trying to uh, teach. So like fine tuning the training. So like, okay, at least pretend to be happy when they when they call. <laughs> That's going to help you earn more money. When she sees you walk in the door, she goes, Good morning, Phoenix Investigations. How may we help you solve your mysteries today? <laughs> I own this place. <laughs> uh, also, it's not... It's... Um, I didn't realize you were still wearing the headphones. <laughs> uh, it's... What, what did we say it was? It's... Uh, we give your hope a, a rebirth. We give your hope rebirth. Your slogan is we give, you own a business where your slogan is we give hope a rebirth. We're testing it. Keep trying it hey, until we decide. You know, all of, I was on the fence before, but I'm starting to like her more. I think that, I think that I have a future for this company. Don't try anything <laughs> without running it by me. I think I'm working on some new names. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm, do we have any, Cases lead something, or do we have to just not sleep for the rest we of the We have plenty to do. So we've got... Oh, good. Yes. So here's, here's the rundown. Uh, we got a call from Jen... Jen? It's not Jan. No. It's Jen. We got a call from Jen's uh, friend, Andy... Angie. I, I am doing great with names tonight. Uh, Jen's friend, Angie, down at the precinct. Uh, they are hoping for... Uh, hoping we can help them out a little bit because uh, a Lloyd Key was arrested and handcuffed, ready for questioning, and they uh, he disappeared. So they would like a little bit of help down there. And then we actually had uh, Tess, that professor who we were talking about going and interviewing, turns out somebody broke into the museum and she would like to speak with somebody uh, in person. All right. So that's how we're starting off <clears throat> our day. I'm sure we'll end it in gunfight. Or, you know, lightning strikes. I've been practicing. <laughs> so Wait. where are we going to first? Well, the party. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking that uh, me and you can go to the museum. Oh, good. Figure out what's going there. Well, I was actually hoping to go to the museum to, to meet this, this doctor... This Dr. Logmater. You could go with Chip, Cyrus. Sure, woohoo! That makes complete sense then, because Jen and I can go see her friend, Angie, at the precinct. I also worked with Angie. We worked well together. Okay, (laughs) well then, both of you could go to the precinct, and Chip and I could go to the museum, or we could all go together. Go to the precinct, have fun with Angie. Me and Chip will go to the museum. <laughs> go get out of here. <laughs> Before I regret everything. Bye! Bye! This will be fun. Uh, yeah, that's one word for it. That is that is definitely a word for what tonight is going to be. We will do um, 
Chip and Cyrus first, since you've been kind of sitting out for a little bit. I feel like the whole way Chip keeps trying to adjust the radio station, I keep <laughs> swatting his hand, <laughs> whether or not he's using his hands. <laughs> I keep changing it, and then you smack my hands, even though my hands are like at my sides. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so we get there. Okay, Chip, remember, they said they wanted someone professional. They want to scope us out, so don't be weird. Why don't I ever weird? You phase into things. You pull guns out of your out of your pockets. That's way easier to hide than phasing into things. <laughs> um. So, do you guys just go and open up the door? Yeah. Do, is it like it's it's business hours? You okay. Yeah. It's it's open. I'm not just breaking into a place <laughs> accidentally. Gotcha. So the building itself, um, it looks it's very <laughs> columny. You know, big, thick marble columns. There's statues out front. It looks very Indiana Jonesy, you know, when he says, this belongs in a museum. It looks like it belongs in this kind of museum, <laughs> right? It's like super pulpy museum. When you walk in, it's like marble floors with big swirly patterns, you know. It's very quiet. Um, Is there a HP Lovecraft, like, original edition somewhere on display? Oh, yeah, definitely. Lobby? Stuff like that. Like, everywhere. It's in, all that kind of crap, right? In the front lobby, there's, like, a nice first edition. There's definitely, like, pharaoh stuff. Tons of things from Egypt. Like, all that kind of stuff is there. <laughs> I glance at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you guys walk in, a kind of severe-looking woman uh, walks up to you very purposefully so she's not like oh like timidly walking up friendly she kind of just like stalks up to you guys yeah so she's wearing thick glasses she has kind of a like a very buttoned up look and is very like straight backed and uh walks up to you and goes uh so are you the investigators from phoenix investigations uh, yes we are i am cyrus dusk and this is my assistant chip great uh i'd like you to come with me um, so she kind of leads you up a flight of stairs into a kind of back and more distant part of the museum. When you guys walk up there, you notice that it seems extremely out of place for this museum. The rest of the museum was very organized and very thorough, so it looked very clean and very orderly. This looks like a goofball explosion has gone off in it. A goofball explosion? Yeah, and it's like the most childish things are wrong. So, you know, if there's like, right, so it's like, if there's a statue, now that statue's upside down in its head. You know what I mean? Like, like standing that way? Yeah, like it's like balanced somehow upside down. There's like goofy mustaches. It looks very juvenile in that like, Everything has been kind of vandalized, but it's more like when a kid vandalized something by, like, flipping all the chairs over in a room. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? So is anything yeah. broken, or is it just all, like, out of place? There's stuff, like, definitely broken, but not really... It's not... It didn't look like it went for smashing. It looked like it went for silly. Um, there's, like, bathrooms overflowing onto the floor, stuff like that. Um, just kind of, like, silliness everywhere. And she goes, uh, so as you can see, we had someone mess, I guess, with our museum last night, and uh, we're hoping you could do some investigation into what happened here. Somehow they managed to bypass all of our security without being found. No, what type of security do you have? Well, we have some security cameras, and there's also motion detection that should set off alarms, and I mean, there's also locked doors that they somehow managed to not even open before getting in here. So... Yeah, this is this is what we came into today. Is it just this section, or is it the whole museum? 
It's just this section that was messed with the most. This would be the Norse section, yeah. by the way. Um, <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> what section yeah. are we in? This is this is very much the Norse section. Yeah. This is the area that I am most directly in charge of, and so as such, I'm the one contacting you and the one most affected by it. Do I notice the runes anywhere? Um, I'm gonna say right off the bat, no. They're not prominently displayed anyplace. Okay. So, was anything stolen? So funny you should ask. Um, this is where I'm looking to judge you guys a little bit. So, from what I understand of what you guys investigate, you investigate, shall we say, the odder parts of this city. And the odder aspects that have come to light recently. Yeah, that, that's accurate. So, here's the thing. There are some odd or mysterious objects stored in this museum. Now, out of all of the things that were smashed and destroyed and upended, only two things were stolen. They were both small objects and, at a glance, relatively inconsequential. Unfortunately, both of those objects happen to be carting around some very nasty supernatural powers. (laughs) Now, knowing that, are you actually the type of investigation firm... They can handle this sort of thing. Uh, yes, I think that's right in our wheelhouse. That is good to hear. Uh, quick question, out of character. Sure. Uh, does she have a death timer above her? She does have a death timer above her. Okay. Um, when she kind of sees you glancing above her head, (laughs) she pauses a little bit and stares at you and goes, Can that window up there open? Were you doing something right there? Uh, looking at that window. Looks like it has a latch. Is that able to get into? Yeah. That can be opened, sure. And she uh, goes and like kind of shows you that the window can be open. That being said, it was not open last night. Does she feel mythosy? <laughs> can we just tell yeah, that? Yeah, we can tell when people are awakened. Oh, I really? Think, right? Oh, if you guys can tell if someone's awakened. I think that the thing in this setting. If we want to say it's a thing in this setting, it's a thing in this setting. She is extremely awakened. Okay. Like, not a little bit subtly. It's like, nope, fully in control of abilities. I, I think the way it works in the setting is that you can tell when people are awakened. You just don't know what that means. Gotcha. Like, we wouldn't be able to look at her and see her power set, but we can tell that she has a power set. And it's awakened can tell awakened and unawakened. Unawakened can tell neither. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. She is an awakened. <clears throat> and not like, oh, I'm aware of it. It's like, nope, she is manifesting some kind of abilities. Okay. So, do you know what a supernatural power is stored in these objects? Well, I know the myths that were kind of connected to them. I'm willing to listen. So, there was a ring that was stolen. It is called the Ring of... Kyabanog. <laughs> Anvar's Ring. I um, thought he was right for a second with how he looked. No, nah, it's a Monty Python reference. <laughs> Anyways, this ring is supposedly cursed and will supposedly turn you into a dragon. Now, I'm assuming that you guys are aware that there are objects out there that can give you abilities. Yes. Now, I don't want to know what happens when someone puts on this ring and she does air quotes and becomes a dragon. But I can't imagine it's a good thing. And the other object that was stolen is the Sword of Sigurd, which is not literally a sword, more of an emblem of it. Backstory there is supposedly that is the only object that could slay this dragon. So there's that, which is not a good thing for us. 
You can ask something if you have a question. It's not. It's okay. <laughs> how much uh, would? How much do you know about this sword's backstory, Cody or Tess? I know a bit about it. You can ask questions. Is it um Frey sword? <laughs> I don't think so. Who is okay. that? He's one of the Norse gods. No, it is not a god sword. Okay, it is a hero's sword. Well, it becomes a hero's sword eventually. It might be. I don't think so. Is it the, called the Sword of Summer? Ever? I don't think so. Not not in the Wikipedia articles I read about it. <laughs> then it's probably not, because this sword's kind of a big deal because it's a talking sword. Oh, gotcha. This sword did not talk. No. Okay. <laughs> we we know a little bit of North mytho- mythology, so... Gotcha. No, not that sword. Different sword. That seems problematic. Yes. There was a reason... Well, maybe in retrospect we shouldn't have kept them together, but we also kind of assumed people wouldn't know to steal... Only these two things. I get you. So. It's weird when people start manifesting power, so. It is. It's a problem. And it's a problem when people suddenly gain the abilities due to objects. And now those are floating around. Yeah. Next question, which is um, another case we're working on that may or may not be related. Mm Mm-hmm. Do these runes mean anything to you? Do you show her physical objects? Yeah, I show her a couple of the rocks. She sees both of them and looks at both of you kind of confusedly and goes, I had assumed that you were mostly concerned with things that were on the up and up when it came to your investigations. Uh, this is a clue we found, so I don't... Have you been doing any grave robbing lately? No... Have you had nightmares recently? Yeah. No. (laughs) Chip has. (laughs) Yes, I... Did you find these next to you after the nightmare? Yes. You haven't stolen anything from a grave lately? No. So she, like, walks over to a shelf and pulls out a book and, like, opens it to a page and you see, like, a scary-looking illustration of a creature that looks similar to the one that you saw in the barrow, kind of like rotten, ghostly flesh, and looks all disgusting and goes, Well, these are most often left by Draugr that invade your dreams. So I'm guessing you have one of those after you. That's good. It's not. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's not. So what does that mean? Well, it means that a being that is hateful towards everything that is alive now seems to want to kill you. I would be careful about where I sleep and nighttime. How if uh, one was chasing our dear friend Chip here, how would you go about stopping it? You'd kill it. Do you kill it in the dream? Do you... Well, according to the myth, and she like flips to the next page, a hero has to quest into its burrow and kill it with the power of bravery. That's very vague. What they're very specific on is how uh, weapons generally don't work, which is why it's unfortunate that it's chasing you. Yeah. Yeah, that is unfortunate for you, Chip. Yes, just for me. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Is the statues, like, supernaturally held up balanced? Like, like the weird, silly stuff, is it, like, supernatural? Is it just... It would, yeah, it would look kind of that way. Okay, I didn't know if it was just, like... Really good balancing, or if it was supernatural effects still lingering? I would say that it is balanced, but it would be impossible for a normal person to do this much stuff in one night. Okay. You know what I mean? 
everything's possible. It's impossible that it was done this quickly, if that makes yes. sense. <laughs> so, is it possible that the t- these two things are connected? The 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 Draugr that apparently is hunting me and the things that were stolen? So Not seems, this. It seems very strange that we we would be encountering so many Norse mythologies in such a short time. Well, I mean, lately the powers that people have been manifesting have all been related to some kind of supernatural force in the old world, whether that was Norse or Egyptian or Greek or whatever. That being said, it is odd that two Norse things seem to be happening at the same time, but other than that, there's really no connection between these two myths. Okay. One of them's about a cursed ring, the other one's about a cursed being that hunts grave robbers, so... Did you rob from a grave, Chip? I did. I've not never robbed a grave. You sure? I mean, I'd be hard pressed to find a grave of a Draugr to rob. That, the city, you never know. Did you steal from just someone in general who happens to be powered by a Draugr? No. I mean, I'm, I can't. I can't imagine. No, he definitely wasn't. He's thinking back to some, something years ago. Where he, stole, like, he borrowed something from a friend and never gave it back. Um, I'm going to talk to Olive about our screening process before we hire people from now on. So that's, thank you for this enlightening experience where I have now realized my HR needs to be much better. <laughs> well, I guess it's always good to find out there's room for growth in your company. Yeah. Avoid grave robbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. We will find out what we can. And... Here is our standard contract. <laughs> Things that they you know, like we're not yeah. held responsible for damages, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she pauses on that part and kind of raises an eyebrow at you and goes, I trust there will be no further damage to the museum. That is the goal. <laughs> I will say I care much more about those objects not falling into the right hands than I do about getting them back. That... As long as they're safe, I'm happy. Do you mean falling into the wrong hands? What did I say? Right hands. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's the idiom I was saying. So it, if, per se, the ring happened to accidentally get broken, it wouldn't be a bad thing. No, no, that would not be a bad thing at all. It probably shouldn't exist at all. Got it. Difficult Sword. for me to break things, though. Yeah, job security and all. Yeah. Sword, probably okay to leave in one piece, though, right? Yes, Probably. All right, and we will do our best to keep everything in better condition than it is now. That would be great. I have some long nights ahead of me. <laughs> well, good luck. I will lean on something <laughs> and knock it off. Yeah, you definitely like say that as you lean on a statue of like a very like muscly looking guy with like a sword and like a twisty snake around him, and it's like upside down, and then just topples over and crashes. And she goes, "Maybe you should leave now." <laughs> Uh, Come along. All right. Before I leave, I push the window to show, like, when it closes, it latches on its own. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> cool. Um, so we are going to cut over to... What's our names? Shut up. <laughs> Jen and Olive. <laughs> And I love how you like always hesitate on her name. It's because I couldn't remember who the she was with. I couldn't remember who was in that scene together. Honestly, I kind of <laughs> forgot in a little bit. Like it was like it was Chip and Cyrus, but I was like usually it's Jen and Cyrus. Ah. Anyways, 
Jen and Olive, you guys pull up to the station. Okay. Yep. Um, as you guys walk in, it's just like walking into a commotion. Um, like, everything is wrong. Like, all the phones have been, like, unplugged and smashed. There's, like, um, everyone's chair has been turned upside down. There's, like, um, like files have all been pulled out and thrown everywhere. People are trying to use their computers and they can't. Um, and... Angie. Angie, thank you. <laughs> Angie walks up to you guys and goes, So I think you can see we're having a little bit of a day. Uh, was this... Is this just related to Lloyd Key, or did something else happen since you got in? Well, I really can't legally say this was related to Lloyd Key, because... Angie, do you have an office? We do have an office where we can speak in private. (laughs) Wonderful. Why don't we go to your office? (laughs) That would be great. So she closes the door behind you and goes, Well, here's what happened, right? Brought him in. He left. Then this. Right away. No idea what happened. What do I tell my superiors when they come and ask why my precinct looks like a freaking nightmare? (laughs) Look at this place. I mean... Can we let's let's just go to the facts and see what happened in the room? Do you have footage from the room? I do. Okay. Yes. Can we take a look at it? You may. So she pops in a tape, hits play, and you see just like this very like smuggest looking guy you've ever seen, just like sitting there. Oh, I want to slap him. So like with sunglasses on, probably. Oh, probably. Yeah. He looks very eighties cool. Oh. Um, I'm just I, the face that popped in my head was Martin Scarelli. The guy that hiked up uh, AIDS drug price. Yeah. Yeah. Most punchable face in the world. Yeah, that kind of face, right? Just sitting there all smug and happy. And he's just kind of like drumming his fingers. That is a really good visual. (laughs) And then uh, the feed mists over like it did for the uh, swamp monsters. And then he's just gone. And the chair has been like flipped upside down and the table's up against a wall, just like leaning at a weird angle. So, that's the footage that we got. So we have that going for us, which is nice. I'm having yeah, a good day. I'm sorry, Angie. It's all right. Positive thinking. You were always very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, is there any I don't, I, evidence with tampering with the lock or with the handcuffs or with... None that we could find, but I mean... Were the handcuffs left? Were the handcuffs left? Yeah. She points up, and the handcuff is handcuffed around a light fixture. Oh, gosh. Wow. He is incredibly efficient. Yeah, that's sort of... Yeah. Or creative. Right? I don't know which term to use. Say creative. Um, can we tell if the, the video's been, like, tampered with? Like, how it's been tampered with? Does that make sense? You can roll some investigation yeah. dice for that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm going to do knows when something's amiss and perceptive. That's a 10. Knows when something is amiss and perceptive. Give me a second. Okay, so what is amiss about this situation is that... Um, i trying to think of the right way to put this. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, like... Even though things are, like, thrown around, it looked kind of intentional and almost like it had a punchline associated with it. So, like, stuff like the cuff being wrapped around it and locked, 
if you get past the immediate chaos, that's the way everything kind of is. Okay. Where you look at it and kind of chuckle a little bit. Okay, yeah. Where it's like, the files are thrown around, but they're thrown around in such a way that it's like... It, like, makes a circle or something. It, yeah, like it, like, makes a shape or it, like, it covers all the computer face. screens. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. And it's stuff like if someone tries to type on their computer, it starts typing on someone else's computer. Gotcha. Or, like, all yeah. the screens have been flipped over, but then they also flipped over the shortcuts so it doesn't look like it. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, those kinds of jokes where it's yeah. not just they wrecked the place. It is someone... It's, like, practical joking Someone to took a the new time level. to practical joke this stuff. So right. it's, like... The handcuffs are handcuffed up there, and the only keys to them are in a toilet. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or okay. Like, um, so is can I tell, like, if the video's been tampered with, like, mechanically or, like, mythosly? Sure. You were asking yeah. specifically about the video. Mm-hmm. It was mythosy tampered with. You recognize okay. that from the previous time this has happened. Okay. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> um, well, it looks like your friend Lloyd is, you know, kind of part of that unexplainable stuff that um, you've yeah. been encountering a lot of lately. We got that vibe. <laughs> um, any, what was he on charges for again? He was suspected of theft from a bunch of sketchy, uh, you know, magic trinket dealers. Okay. I mean, why would he get... I feel like that's the kind of thing where he, like, pays his bail and gets out. Like, why run away from, like, a minor charge like that? Well, I mean, so technically we hadn't charged him. He was just here for an interview. And like I said, he wanted to come with us. He was very willing to come with us. And then all this. You know what I mean? Have you lost any, like, evidence or files or anything? No, not really. We haven't lost anything. We just brought him in. It all... Another thing that you would notice from that when something is amiss. Yeah, so it, this... He was making a show of this. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I get that. I guess I'm wondering if, like, amidst all the chaos, there's something... Something like, The chaos is a or... distraction for something missing. Okay, got you. Yeah. In this case, no. There's okay. nothing missing. Okay. He just wanted them to know, I got out and I did all this. Right. He got, he got out and there's nothing they can do about it. Right. Okay. So it's a power play. Yes. Um, Unless he was kidnapped. With that kind of cocky smile, I'm going to guess power play. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything else to f- find here particularly. We could find, like, physical evidence that he was here, but... No, that's I not think... A problem. Yeah, I think at some point... I, th- I think this is kind of the point where we need to... You can make an investigation check with that tech. The knowledge mythology? Knowledge mythology. Sure. <laughs> Sam's like, do that role. That, that'll help you. I feel like we should just it change is, it to it knowledge is. mythos. That's the only thing is with this kind of a system. Well, it's not even the system. It's a type of game it is. I never know what kind of questions to ask. Yeah, yeah. That's that's sort of why with investigation stuff, I'll help you guys along a little bit. Uh, it seems like you're not. So that's a nine. Know. Okay, cool. So this... Okay, I'll give you this much information and see if you guys can guess it from here. It's a Draugr. We've been talking about Norse mythology. This guy's name is Lloyd Key, and... um, Oh, I guessed that immediately, by the way. And uh, this was a whole bunch of goofy, tricky crap he just pulled. Loki. Yeah. Yeah! (laughs) You recognize this as something that would seem like the actions of Loki. A trickster god. I'm not going to say anything to you yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, I think um, I think this is probably as much as we can pick up from uh, 
I, I, I didn't figure it out until he like said the name again. I'm like, <laughs> the first time he said it, I'm like Lloyd Key. I'm like, that sounds a lot like Loki. I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear it at all. Well, so, especially because he said Lloyd Keys. Yeah, time. that was because there was a possessive on it the first yeah. time I read it. Anyways. So, uh, thank you for letting us uh, take a look around, Angie. I think that's probably as much as we're going to be able to pick up at this moment from here. Uh, but we... Uh, we will start taking a look around and uh, let you know what we find. And uh, Olive definitely does like a side eye to Jen, like we'll talk, like later. like eyes yeah. wide, like oh, I got something to tell you. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'd we'd appreciate that. Um, just let me know if you have any other questions or any other information we can give you about this. You're kind of like you know you're like official investigators for us right now, so you can you know you have police resources on this. If there's anything we can do. Well, that great. sounds great. We will definitely give you a call if we have any questions. And let us know if he shows up again or if anything else weird happens. Also, if you want to get a hold of me, call the fire department. What? Yeah, that's what we've been dealing with today. You know what happens when you call the police department? Oh. You get the fire department. Oh. You know what happens when you... Do you know how many fires we haven't put out? <laughs> All of them. Because oh. we don't do that. <laughs> Oh, that well, sounds that's terrible. Scary. Yeah, right? All these newfangled, stupid technology crap, and we can't even get calls going to the right place. Well, right. we'll be we'll be keeping you in our thoughts, Angie. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Angie. <laughs> Jen, like, gives her a hug and is like, I hope things get better. You know, I'm going to say, I understand that you guys all got your stuff going on, but, uh, I'm not enjoying this aspect of our city much at all, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Well, we'll we'll do our best to sort this out for you. Thanks. So I just thought when, when Jen said that, like, we'll keep you in our thoughts, it was the same thing as, like, it's this thing people say and the same time they're saying, I'll pray for you. It's like, pray for you, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's that do? <laughs> uh, so as soon as we uh, get in the car and start driving away, um... Olive's going to turn to Jen. So, you get it, right? Lloyd Key and all those pranks that are being pulled around their office? No. I'm pretty sure we're dealing with the Norse, uh, the Norse, uh, god, uh, Loki. Oh. What? What? Yeah. What? (laughs) I'm not entirely sure how to stop this either. Why? uh, Why is a Norse God in Portsburg. That is a very good question, um, and something we are going to have to figure out. And he's like famous to like Lloyd Key is like a playboy, like in the tabloids, doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's having a grand old moonlighting, time here in Portsburg. Just moonlighting as a human when he's a Norse god. What? Well, this is definitely something we're going to have to uh, attempt to talk to him about. Not gonna lie, I'm not even sure how to deal with a god. I could deal with the monster part of it. Uh, she kind of like holds up her hand and like sparks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I'm gonna take a wild guess that a god is not going to uh, either be a too keen to deal with that or b be affected by it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Thor, his brother, like does lightning stuff. So I don't know if that would like bring up traumatic memories for him. But <laughs> um. You're probably not that intimidating. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you broke 
no, I'm just glad I glad things are thought of for me. <laughs> I like how our, your current plan is to is to hope he has PTSD <laughs> and that I light. Wouldn't say that was a plan. I'm just well, hey man, he does now. So. <laughs> oh hi, bye. <laughs> The way he should have gotten his powers, he should have been struck by lightning in that moment Loki uh, came to him. Uh, did we have uh, a plan to meet up back at the office? I would say yeah. Okay, so yeah. So, uh, bef- uh, go ahead. Before we meet back up, can me and Chip do one more thing at the museum? Yeah. Can we grab the surveillance tapes? Oh, yeah, you totally can. Okay, is there anything in you... What happens on those? Um, make an investigation. Hey, Chip, uh, you want to figure out this... CVR, RCV... VCR. That's it. VCR. (laughs) Stands for video cassette recording, I think. I don't remember. Does it? I actually have no idea what VCR stands for. That sounds right. (laughs) Yeah. If only we had, like, some internet thing to look this up on. Yeah, but internet, that's never going to take off. (laughs) Did we take it with us, or did we, are we, like, invest... Is this something we did while we were there? I think, like, on your way out of the museum, you stop by security. Yeah. They do the tape thing with you. Gotcha. It's a seven. Um, Does that mean he gets misinformation? Potentially, or incomplete information. You get missing or incomplete information, or the information is dangerous to you. In this case, what you see is... um, So, the camera that watches this area of the museum... So you're like looking at just clear picture of the museum, then all of a sudden it like fogs out. But while you're looking at the cassette, you see kind of a figure like move through the fog and then he stops and looks at the camera. Like you can't see his face, but the face turned towards the camera. And as that happens, the VCR that you're watching it on right now shorts out and the screen shuts off. Let's see. And it doesn't have it come back up. Yeah. Okay. That's not It's like catches on fire. Basically, gotcha. you know. Chip. Well, that's not good. Chip, I don't think I don't think the RVC is supposed to work like this. No, I think whatever whoever did this, whoever whatever did this, didn't want to be seen. Yeah, uh, maybe we have another weird techno freak like you against us this time. I mean, that's possible. I feel like you'd be hard to shoot in an electronic device. I mean, if you break the thing. That I'm in, it hurts. It's good to know in case we're fighting another techno freak. Ready to go? Yeah, let's get back to the office. See if uh, Jen and Olive have found anything. All right. All right. So we all meet up at the office. <laughs> cool. All right. So you guys are all back at your office. The, any, uh, any phone calls, kid? Um, there was one phone call from your wife, but I told her you were busy and that she shouldn't call you while you're at work. Then she asked who I was, and I told her that I am your new secretary. And then she said, that's weird. I wasn't told that he hired a new female secretary. And then your wife said that you seem to be working with a lot of other women. And then she asked how old I was. Put a gun in my mouth. (laughs) Anyway. At least she's honest? I told her I was 18. How old are you? Not 18. <laughs> uh, this means more government paperwork, I'm sure. <laughs> All doesn't... Okay. Thank you for taking that message. You're welcome! 
Olive. Oh, Olive My isn't Olive. home yet. <laughs> isn't there yet? Olive. I feel like you and you and Chip Olive. get there first. Chip, give me your. You might want to call your wife. Chip, give me your portable phone thing. Wait, I can't call. I don't have a portable phone thing. Chip, have you installed a portable phone thing in Olive's car yet? Not yet, no. That is your job for the rest of the afternoon. Well, I tried to once and she stopped me. She didn't want me messing with her car. Especially after I broke it last time. Don't worry, I'll distract her. (laughs) Trust me, we have lots of words to have. I call my wife and talk about things. (laughs) Um... Hi, just wondering why you've seemed to hire yet more young women to work at your investigation firm and tell me not to call while you're at work. Um, number one thing, honey, I love you. Number two thing, I don't hire people, they just come and don't leave. I don't think I ever said I was going to pay Chip, yet he comes here every day. Um, you, you should pay Chip, hon. He's, he's working for you. That's what you I, do I think... for your employees. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never hired him. I never hired Jen, now that I think about it. I hired Olive because I needed a secretary. Olive hired everyone else. (laughs) So, including the children she adopted after... You know that one case with the medicine, the pharmaceutical that I got rid of? I vaguely remember it, yes. And like how there are two twins in that? Yeah. Olive adopted, kidnapped these two children. (laughs) Okay. Maybe, uh... I really need to work on the background checks in this company. I think Olive and your wife are good friends. (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea. (laughs) Like, she, like, thinks it's weird, but she totally gets it. (laughs) I'm fine with that. Regardless, I honestly have never hired anyone after I hired Olive. Well... I now have a staff of six? Five? Five and a half. Five, not including me? Well, Four, five maybe? if you count the kid that hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> He's written lyrics on the clock. He's very important. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you have someone else answering phones again. Um, just wanted to ask about the nightmare and why you were throwing small pieces of wood outside in the middle of the night <laughs> and why everyone for your office came to our house. Something weird's happening in the city. There's been a break-in spree. And um, they also hit up the other people in my office, so we figured it would be safer if we were all in the same building. And I didn't want to leave you and the children undefended at night, so I made them come to us. Okay. Good Good to know. That and makes me feel better, <laughs> you, I guess. So did they not talk about this at breakfast at all? The kids were there. Oh, the kids were there. Fair. Okay. <laughs> and we, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we're handling things. We're figuring out some stuff. Great. Well, don't, you know... Get killed by a thing. That is a very apt description of my job. You have no idea. (laughs) I believe it. And she hangs up the phone. (laughs) I swear I'm going to kill that girl. What's her name? Do we know her name? Oh, they had similar... Is it... It's something with a D, isn't it? I really hope it's not. I I honestly think it is. No, it's... um. No, but they were very oh, similar names. She has a cool... Vector and Vectra. Yeah. But that's not their real name. Yeah, they have something else. That was their, name. like... I think her name was Victoria. That's what it was. Her yes. name's Victoria, his name's Victor. Then they switched to going by Vector and something else with a V. Yeah. Anyways, her name's Victoria. She goes by Vicky, though. <laughs> now she not, goes by Vicky. Not Tori. <laughs> Vicky. Victoria. Oh, no, 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 no. So when you're on the phone with your wife, that's when Olive comes in. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, how was, uh, did you get any calls? Yeah, I got one call from S Cyrus's, Cyrus's wife. I told her she should not call during business hours because it wasn't about work. Oh, well, you know, since Cyrus is the only one that has, like, a significant other, I feel like it's okay if she calls. Well, referencing the employee manual, handbook manual, <laughs> on page five, it says, during business hours, employees are not to place business or non-business phone calls uh this was written by you i figured um, you would have known this i may or may not have copied over someone else's employee manual and not have read through the whole thing so we could just scratch that one out for next time okay she like x's it out <laughs> no she just rips the page out she rips well, the page out no, and as soon as she uh, does that you see her like pick up the phone and dial it and go Susie, how was your date with mike Cool. That was okay. No, when she she presses the thing that like hangs up. When I was on the phone. Was that your significant other? I mean, are you married to them? We're basically BFF. That married. is not. No, no, you did not have to go through the legal process. There, you are not married. There is a huge footnote to who can call. You need to stop. You are a dog. You are not a part of this podcast. Jeez, you're being really mean to Victoria right now. <laughs> Victoria, you're a dog. Don't say that about Susie. <laughs> she had a date with Mike. It's important. Okay. Oh, was Mike well, the we, dog? <laughs> we can talk about that after work. Fine. You're on the clock now. I will talk to you about it after work. That's... I need to gossip to somebody. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you can come out now. <laughs> Vicky, Victoria. Yes? Let's have a talk. Um. I already talked to her. I feel like, um, like I'm about to be in trouble, so let's just... My wife is allowed to call anytime. I was made aware of that now. Good. She's allowed to call anytime. Yeah, I get that. Do not tell her off. I didn't tell her off. I told her not to call. <laughs> Now saying it, I understand how that could be seen as the same thing, though. I'd like to think that I am a forgiving guy, so we'll, we'll let this one slide. Don't do it again. I set a gun on the desk and walk away. <laughs> oh uh, Cyrus, you left your gun, and she like picks it up. I, like phases away. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you could do that. <laughs> Cyrus, don't leave guns on my desk. <laughs> It's, it's in the employee handbook. <laughs> what employee handbook? So did you find anything out? <sighs> yes, lots. There seems to be weird stuff happening at the museum. What sort of weird stuff? Because there's weird stuff happening at the precinct, too. Um, Lots of statues on its head. Were the chairs on their heads, too? Were the chairs in that room? Everything seemed to be kind of... Stuff was flipped over. Topsy-turvy. Yeah. Topsy it looked like uh, everything was done as a prank. Oh, so it sounds like you guys had the same problem that the precinct had. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they weren't quite the same, because I'm guessing the precinct did not have two magical items that were stolen that are very dangerous. No, but did everything seem kind of goofy? Cattywampus, one might say. Oh, something along those lines. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like we're dealing with the Norse god Loki. Oh boy! 
Yeah, I'm not actually sure, entirely sure how to deal with this one. Yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. I mean, you you hang out with an Egyptian guy all the time, so. I'm what? sorry, what? You didn't, I, do you guys know what's feeling your powers? Yes, it's not that. Uh, no. Actually, do we? I don't know. That's your, it's everyone's choice. Oh, everyone's it's choice. Oh, yeah, whether they know yeah. what it is or is not fueling their powers. Okay, yeah, I know. I didn't actually know what, what I never specified what mine was. It doesn't have to be like an Egyptian god. Cyrus, what's fueling your powers? Ah, just an Egyptian god. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Sorry, say that again? Egyptian god. Not a big deal. No, well, that's a big deal. Which one? It's not. How, Why how? are gods drawn to Portsburg? I don't get it. Well, here's my Says question. Per- I know who's fielding my power, but I don't exactly talk to them. Are you saying you talk to your god? Oh, no. Definitely not. That'd be weird. Okay. See, <laughs> now that's... Now, moving on to Loki, I'm not sure how we're supposed to address him and ask him mm-hmm. to please stop. What well, if he's just fueling it and the... I mean, it is Lloyd Keys. Everyone's heard about Lloyd Keys. What if it's just Lloyd Keys being a jerk with powers? I mean, that's very possible, but at some point, uh, he can't go into a precinct or a museum and steal things and make things all crazy. Right, I'm just saying, point of order, in this setting, gods do not literally come down and do stuff. That just means he is channeling that thing. Does that make sense? I mean, so somebody's yeah, channeling. And we would Loki. know that, right? You guys would know that that that's the way these powers manifest. Is they and it's channeling power from a god, not the god possessing you, right? It, well, it's kind of the same. Really, it, it, no. depends. it depends. I think of those as different. It's the can, it's it, the same to a point. Like right now, like I'm channeling. Anubis, right, but, it's not but if I if I take too much mythos, like basically I will be a new like Anubis will be channeling me, so, so to speak. It's, so it's either somebody who's channeling and is aware that they're channeling, or it's somebody who's completely transformed into Loki. And is that about right? Yeah, mechanically, the way that works out in the system is the more mythos you take, the more you should basically become that thing. So, okay. like, if you guys took four mythos, you would basically just be an avatar of that deity at this point, or whatever force is driving you. Sure. Whereas, for you guys, most of you took like a 50-50 split, so you're kind of both, and it's more of being blessed, and most of you read it as being blessed by those powers, not being like a manifestation of literally that thing. Right. Um, So, in this case, since his name literally sounds like Loki, he might be more mythosy than he is persony, which would make him more and more similar to just that force itself. Okay. Well, it's not literally the god Loki. Right, right, right. It'll, it'll be the okay. same thing. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And you guys would we're, know that. When okay. we talk to him, it'll be kind of like we're talking to the god himself. Right. I mean, he could be more in tune with it than I am or Olive is. Wait, so what's your Egyptian god? Uh, it's not important. No, I kind of feel like we should... Why are you hiding it? Why You're making you just... it worse by hiding it. I mean, it would have been easier if you just said... Sorry, anyway. I've worked with you for forever. What's... It's not important, I promise you. The more you say it's not important, the more I feel like it's who's important. Who's feeling your powers? I don't know. Athena. That's who's fielding mine. It's as easy as that. It may if be... you know, you can just say it. It's Anubis. There anyway. You know. move Thank it. you. You're Why well. was that so difficult? Do you want to admit that you're channeling a god of death? Well, I mean, I feel like you should be able to admit things to people that you're close to and have worked with for a while. Honestly, it kind of makes sense, knowing what you can do. 
Yeah, but do you do you want to admit that your valuable contribution to society is I can kill stuff well? Uh, I mean, it can be a useful thing, though. I'm I'm not denying that by any means. I'm glad many times that I do. But it's weird to say out loud that I'm channeling a god of death. That's I, you know, that's fair. But I feel like now we now things make more sense with why you do the things that or can do the things you can. I figured out who mine is. Sorry. Oh, Disney I mean, person is out of game. Because I mean, you're like you're Athena. You have the god of knowledge, wisdom, sometimes warfare, occasionally. Quick. That's cool. I have the god of killing stuff. He's he does other things, right? He's. Deserts, probably? No. No? Underworld. Okay. He does get to watch if a giant crocodile eats people's hearts. So he's like Hades, but the Egypt... (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a super racist thing. Be like an Egyptian god. Was he like the god of deserts? Well, he's a jackal. (laughs) (laughs) Every Egyptian god the god of deserts? Of the desert. I mean, I would say like a lizard or a snake, <laughs> maybe. And there by are snake... snakes in tropical areas. Are there jackals in tropical areas? No, probably. I legitimately don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> thought it was really fun. Anyway, so, so can your power be supplied by multiple forces, or is it supposed yeah. to be just one? It, you? it also okay. doesn't need to be a god. That's just oh. what me and Mandy ended up picking. So like, yeah, Caitlin I... could be just like. She's powered by the essence of wind. I don't yeah. remember what I chose. You didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, we didn't necessarily choose that. Right. And you don't need to. I definitely it's... picked half of it, for sure. Like the uh, like the electro part I figured out. Gotcha. He powers so anyway, anyway he, I mean... He's about to start talking in character again. Yeah. Can we'll we go. take like a long silence? Yeah. Not a clap. Just a long silence. Stop <laughs> freaking clapping. You're making this harder on me. That's the fun part. Okay, that's long enough. Yeah, no, he's not God of Deserts. Uh, He is very much God of Death. He sometimes does get to watch, he'll like escort people to Osiris, who's God of the Underworld, and then they'll measure their heart on a scale, and if they're an evil person, he will watch the heart get eaten by a giant alligator thing, crocodile, crocodile thing. I'm bad with animals. Okay, well, I mean, that doesn't have to like totally define you. You're not... You know, channeling him like Lloyd Key is. I'm just saying, you know, it's not the most fun thing to admit. Well, now you have and you've gotten it off your chest and I feel like we can trust each other a little bit more. Anyway. I mean, are you sure there's nothing you want to tell us about uh, why you left the precinct? Well, there isn't a precinct there anymore, so I couldn't exactly go back and work there. (laughs) Do you know why there isn't a precinct there anymore? No, it blew up. What else do you want me to say? All right, okay, you just never admitted it. You just said I need a new job when you came in, and I said no, and here you are. I'm glad you're here now, but... Right, anyway, we... So, Lloyd Key, assumably has been, like, stole things from this museum, and then has possibly been stealing things from trinket shops, presumably that are real, real magic items... From maybe. among the fakes, and is collecting them for some unknown purpose. Or maybe he's taking the fake ones and turning them real. If you can just turn anything real, why steal stuff? You could just get anything. I don't know. Is Loki in in mythology, is he kind of like... So you know how crows, like, take whatever shiny things they can? Is that 
like a thing for Loki? Like, does he just take collect ma- like collect like, magical items? Well, Loki is like the also like the god of lies as well. So that's kind of what I was thinking along those lines. Like maybe he's like making like he's taking all these all these things to then put evil things in them and then sell them as protection. Oh. That's kind of what I was going on. As far as I know, uh, Loki does not is not a collector, but he will do anything he can to hasten the end of the world when he gets to kill some gods, because they're not buddy-buddy per se. So, him stealing a magical item that can turn him or a follower of his into a dragon seems like a way that you can inflict some pain to people. Oh, I didn't know that was one of the things that was stolen. The other thing was a sword that can kill said dragon. So, yeah. So, give someone an item that and turn him into a dragon and give the sword to someone else to kill said dragon? Or keep the sword away so that dragon can't be killed. Yes. Interesting. Okay. We were tasked to find these items and either bring them back or destroy them. Okay. Yep. I guess we gotta find Lloyd Keys. Key. Key. Sorry, yeah, it's Key. It's his name is Keys now. His name is I, Keys now. I made a mistake. Is it worthwhile to go track down Clara, his tabloid girlfriend person? Well, I mean, it might not be a bad place to start. Where else do you want to check? Yeah, I don't know where else he goes besides his house for parties. So let's go there. All right. Okay, so now that we have a plan there, in other news, those uh, stones, we found a clue about those stones in our nightmares. Seems like we're all being uh, hunted by uh, Draugr. Um, a what? It's it's a uh, what, what exactly is a Draugr? A it's in Skyrim. Yeah, it is in Skyrim. Yeah. I recognized it. Draugr is a. I just know it's a zombie type. It, it's thing. like a zombie. It's, it's a North zombie. It's for... like a Norse zombie, but it's also kind of like a Norse Dracula if you get into the mythology of it. So they are undead. Generally, they hunt people that have robbed their graves. So if you steal treasure from a dead guy, Draugr rises up and tries to kill you. Which is why in every Skyrim dungeon, you're in a catacomb and they attack you. Right. Right. They also, though, have. Um, they also just generally hate alive people. They tend to envy life and want to steal it from the living. Um, it's a double standard if I ever heard one. They also, <laughs> so like in Skyrim, right, Draugr are just like, there's skeletons with swords, right? And so in the mythology about them, they have a lot of other like random weird abilities, one of which is invading dreams, but there are other ones. Like they can nail Fusroda. <laughs> Because they do that sometimes. They can do other stuff. <laughs> stuff that you won't know about. Gotcha. Unless you, like, make a rule about it. <laughs> well, that seems weird. Yeah, so I don't think any of us have uh, robbed any graves recently. That's that's usually what they, uh, why Draugr hunt you is if you rob from their grave. Um, but I'm not sure. We didn't take anything from the the amphibian people, right? No. We haven't taken anything from... I mean, we've have we taken anything particularly valuable from crime scenes when we've been investigating? I don't think so. I can't. I can't think of anything that would count as grave robbing. I'll throw out there. This is an instance of mis like not purposeful misdirection, but you are chasing down a wrong path here. It has nothing to do with you guys robbing graves. Yeah, you okay. didn't accidentally rob a grave. Okay. Okay. Cool. I assumed as much. I, fi- I figured that was going to be the case. We just kind of established. No, and none of us drop graves. Okay, yeah, sorry. I don't I don't mean to cut <laughs> no, you guys fine. off if yeah, you're like no, having fine. a moment of role playing, but if you I don't want 
it's yeah. that thing of like I don't want you guys to spend time if you're. I would say like just that. for your reference, like if we start trying to make a bunch of rolls about yeah. it, that's when we're chasing down the wrong lead. Otherwise, we're just role playing it out. Gotcha. I mean, Chip seemed a little unsure at the museum. Speaking of which, Olive, can we have a chat real quick? Oh uh, sure. Um, next person we hire. Uh, could it be a male to balance it out? Because my wife is getting suspicious, thinking that I am hiring only women, when the only person I've ever hired is you. Well, right now we're three and three. We're perfectly balanced. That is true. Is Victor and doing anything? I mean, I he's saw him cry. He's writing our jingle for our, our TV commercial. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ignore that. I saw him crying over the... Even if... It's a very sad TV commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we aren't actually three and three, there's only one more girl at the moment, and it depends on if we actually do need somebody else. Right now, I feel like this is a temporary solution to the fact that I don't want to leave those teenagers at home right now. So they probably won't be here longer, but there's no guarantee. <laughs> Wait, you know, so the Draugr... They they marked us, but then they marked other people, like Cyrus's family, but then they didn't have the dreams again. So Or in general. Or in general. Yeah, so I, th- I think... But they still got those stones. What it sounds like to me is someone is targeting us, specifically. I would agree, especially because since, what we say her name was, Victoria? Yeah, which person? Or here? my teenager. Yeah, Victoria. 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 Um... Otherwise, I would have said only the Awakened remembered dreams, but as far as Victoria's told me, she doesn't remember anything either. I think our lovely neighborhood Juliet is paying us a visit in a new way. Is she still around? I mean, I haven't heard anything about her not being around. I'm just, I guess I'd be surprised if, well, it has been a while since we've heard from her. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't. Still haven't caught up with her yet, so um, well, I wouldn't be surprised if she is somehow involved in this, but we don't know anything for certain yet. So how do we get rid of a Draugr? Did your professor say? We fight it with bravery. Yes, apparently weapons will not work against it. But well, that's sure. vague to the point of meaningless. What are we supposed right. to do with that? <laughs> I guess if you see it in a dream, be brave. Run at it. And punch right. it in the face. That's right. going to be my goal. I am going to punch a dream thing in the face. I have no idea how this is going to go. Hmm. All right. Uh, maybe we should focus on Lloyd Key because we think we can do something about that. We that... don't have to fight him with bravery, do we? No, but he <laughs> may be tricky in his own way. That's true. Uh, bolts will do just fine. <laughs> okay, so I guess we go to his house. I think this is a good place to stop for I now. was going to say. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say this. Yeah, we were whenever we get a next thing. Um, so is the next thing you guys want to do going to his house? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Going to or her Clara. house. Somebody's house. Cool. We're- Thanks for listening to this episode of Phoenix Investigations, the Wandering Gamer Network's actual play podcast run-in, The City of Mist. For more information on the Wandering Gamer Network, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you're listening to this episode on iTunes, please leave us a comment or review. We would love to hear from you. City of Mist was created by Son of Oak Games. The music for this show was Fast Talking by Kevin MacLeod. 